Legendary Hearts. Take a walk on the wild side. Perfect day. Venus and Furs. Heroin. Sunday morning. Some of those titles are from the Velvet Underground. Written primarily by Lou Reed. I just finished the Velvet Underground documentary directed by Todd Haynes. It's strange that I finished it today. I didn't intend to finish it today. Because eight years ago, the main songwriter and leader of the band, one of the many leaders, died. And that was Lou Reed. Lou Reed, born March 2nd, 1942. He would have been 80 next year. Died October 27th, 2013. So if you watch the Velvet Underground documentary by Todd Haynes, Maureen Tucker and John Cale and Doug Ewell are the only surviving members of the Velvet Underground. Lou Reed is gone. Nico is gone. Sterling Morrison is gone. Yeah. As someone who listened to Lou Reed, I was choked up when I I saw an interview he gave and he says, you know, my music was made for headphones because with headphones, you're mine. And that is so true. To listen to... To listen to this amazing band... It was Brian Eno who said the Velvet Underground didn't sell many records, but everyone who heard that first album and the albums that followed went out and started bands. It was the beginning. This was before punk rock. This was garage rock. Prog rock. A lot of what the Velvet Underground did, you know, Pink Floyd went on to do. And a lot of that also is due to Andy Warhol. The exploding plastic inevitable. Strobe lights. Images. I mean, they had shot the film, The Velvet Underground and Nico. Nico, who was this this German model who was in, um, was it La Dolce Vita? I think it was. <sighs> this documentary, it made me wanting more. It's it profound, though, that they didn't show the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame footage because that was the last time they were all together. Or no, I think it was 2004. I could be wrong. <laughs> all right. Mm. Yeah, this was an amazing documentary. It came out October 15th of this year. Directed by Todd Haynes. Produced by Todd Haynes. As well as many others. Okay. Todd Haynes received cooperation of the surviving members of the band. Including founding members John Cale and Maureen Tucker. Interviews for the film were shot in 2018. There's a lot of people in here who are gone. Including Billy Name and Jonas Mikas. Jonas Mikas, who, when it came to the American avant garde, okay, that was Jonas Mikas. He died in 2019. 
this documentary, like I said, it made me it made me wanting more. The end. I mean, how Lou Reed just left the band, and then recollected his thoughts, and boom, we have the solo career. Uh, here here is a taste of the documentary. So we got to pull away because the music. I don't want to get in trouble by the Lou Reed estate. The man could write, and not in in a, in a more dark. It, Dylan could write, but what what uh, Lou Reed really did was it was astounding because he took the moment of uh, a musician author and put it all into this beautiful sonic context and so and so here we are Dr. Zeus Film Podcast because this is a podcast good evening by the way I thought I would open just paying tribute to Lou Reed who died 8 years ago and um what what an amazing band what an amazing band they were before their time and yet at the same time <laughs> they were of their time because the 60s big hippie culture and here come the doors and you know and here come the velvet underground and the darkness of the music the darkness of the context it it's truly astounding. And so I I really there's not a lot really to say about the documentary. It's on Apple TV, Apple Plus. So if you want to come over and watch it, I'll I'll let you do it. <laughs> Those are my audience who are local. It is my intention to travel. I've I've said that. I want to see the other podcasters. I want to break bread with them and edibles and just have a fucking ball and and share these moments with them this film especially the the velvet underground is a band not everyone could stomach them okay Yeah, not everyone could stomach the Velvet Underground. But there's a beautiful intimacy to Lou Reed, his voice, his lyrics. I think of my friends at the LNC 666 who love when our fearless leader, Strombo, plays Pale Blue Eyes, written by Lou Reed. And I always think to myself, Lou would love this, that his song... Is touching so many people. That's that, and, and the intimacy of this moment, these moments that we share, and that's what Lou Reed was about. 
intimacy and sharing these moments with the audience and yeah so this documentary this documentary kind of messed me up because I'm watching it and a lot of it is the stories that I know how they fired Andy Warhol Andy Warhol called Lou Reed a rat and him and John Cale eventually did a they you know there was a nickname that everyone had for Andy and that was when Andy would become difficult called Drella Cinderella and Dracula merged together because they saw the factory as this bloodsucker that sucked the soul out of people because the factory being that it was this big hub also sucked the life out of people you look at Edie Sedgwick and what happened to her and and the responsibility not just of yourself but your peers those within the factory who were all there to get on and get along but in in a way the social climbing that took place within the confines of this group of individuals and when you have a group of individuals like that rat I mean the ideas were radical very radical but the Velvet Underground they really influence people you think of all these bands now who are their goal is to be avant-garde and the Velvet Underground wrote the book on how to be avant-garde and and at the center of it you have for me you have Kale and Reed John Kale who was I mean in terms of his viola playing and the drones that sound and then Lou Reed's lyrics and Lou Reed's voice and then to throw Nico in the mix which was truly I mean there's you can hear a clip of Barbara Walters describing <laughs> Nico's singing it's not for everybody But in the end, this documentary, as, as a fan, I, I wish that um, those who are no longer with us, including Lou Reed and Sterling Morrison and Andy Warhol, were alive to see this, this moment, to see what Todd Haynes has brought to the forefront of this documentary, The Velvet Underground. Yeah. What an amazing documentary. I'm at a loss for words. And in the fact that it's the eighth anniversary of Lou Reed's death. I never got to see him in concert, never got to meet him. But like all, like all of us who listen to the music and listen to those lyrics closely it's haunting it's in, it's intimate he he gets inside your dna and you know from the velvet underground he had this prolific solo career and he was inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame some would call it the rock and roll hall of shame because of the exclusion of others in 1996 with the Velvet Underground and then in 2015 posthumously so this really is this is a this is a, a for me a vindication 
of the Velvet Underground. And uh, I urge all of you to watch the Velvet Underground on Apple TV, Apple Plus TV. It, the Velvet Underground, legendary. That name alone, the Velvet Underground. Sometimes they were called the Velvets. <laughs> People such as Susie Sue of Susie and the Banshees uh, love them. Um, Al Jorgensen of Ministry. A lot of what Al Jorgensen, he also loved the Velvet Underground. What what they took. What they took. Um, it's it's left me speechless. It truly has. So, uh, thank you, Todd Haynes, for giving us this vindication of the Velvet Underground. It is moving. It's moving that this band that broke up 50 years ago. No, it wasn't the Beatles. Here we go. This place is filthy. <laughs> Cinema, money, parties. It was outrageous. People came because the cameras were running. They thought they could become famous. At the center of it is the exploding art world. It opened your eyes to a lot of possibilities. We started getting a following, but a lot of radio stations wouldn't play our stuff. The sound, not only was it new, but it was radically different. We were studying natural harmonics. Shiny, shiny. Lowe's music was very heavy. Everything he does in that crackly voice of his resonated. That weirdness. It shouldn't have existed in this space. His music sounded like nothing else. And all of a sudden, it would stop like that, and the audience would be dead silent. The Velvet Underground had hypnotized them. So I'm going to pull away. Yeah, we. I, I got away with playing some of the music. But that is true. Is that the Velvet Underground hypnotized their audience. When a band can do that. It is astounding. It's That's magic. You want to talk about witchcraft? And here last night I did a podcast on Haxon. Ha- which deals with, you know, the misconceptions of witchcraft and Satanism. And and here is this, this, oh my God, this documentary on this band and the magic that they bestowed upon the audience by hypnotizing them is magical. Thank you, Todd Haynes. And thank you to all who are involved in the Velvet Underground, particularly Lou Reed, Sterling Morrison, Maureen Tucker, Doug Ewell, and Mr. John Kale, and Drella himself, Andy Warhol. This this is a, a truly astounding moment and unpleasant dreams. <laughs>